Hi everyone, thanks for joining me today on today's podcast. I am Matt, and today I would like to chat about housing developments. Yes, may not be the most exciting topic, but it is sure one that can be debated and have many opinions. So let's get down to why I'm doing this topic. Well, I live in an area or town that is recently having loads and loads of housing development. Yes, we do need houses to live in. Of course we do. And I live in a house, of course. So the the reason I'm saying it, my question really is just how many is enough? Now, I live, as I said, in a small town. The shops are low, mostly, and with respect to them, they're charity shops, betting shops, hairdressers that have moved in, just basically like that. We're a small town that doesn't have much of a high street. Our schools are filled up. I live in a town that's got the highest ratio doctors to people. In other words, you have to wait weeks get a doctor's appointment. And that's not full of doctors. I'm not moaning at doctors. It is quantity of people. And we are all people who need medical help sometimes. So let's get that. Not blaming anybody for that. Our schools are filled up. Quite often, they're struggling to take people. So let's take that. Our town roads are not built for what we have at the moment. We are a small town that runs through an area of other bigger towns. And our road structure where I live is by a main roundabout that links on to A24s, big roads, main roads going up to motorways, going up to A2, going up towards like the Medway towns, over towards Yard of Sheppey, and all traffic, most majority, a lot of traffic coming into our town runs through this one big roundabout. And if there's an incident on the motorway near us, which there quite often is, sometimes that can gridlock this town as, as the snowball effect. So I'm trying to paint the picture here of the town itself. Now, the town has also had hundreds, and I mean hundreds, of houses being developed at the moment. Some of them are in the appropriate place. But I do question, like, that over a year ago, there was a block of flats, apartments built by, I walk past most days. Now, three, I would say about half of them are still unsold. So we do keep hearing affordable housing is needed, and yet these places remain unsold. And hundreds to thousands are going up. There are many other large projects going on around me. On the Kent Science Projects, right up through other areas around us, which include Mayston, High Wade, Newington, Faversham, Bapchild, and of course where I am in Sittingbourne. So this, in the whole area as a general picture, will create thousands and thousands of homes, which some would say could link us on to London. We are not London. We are a small town. Now, why I'm doing this is behind me, we've got some lovely countryside fields that is used for farming. And even as we speak, there's corn growing now. These films have been allocated 
for seven, eight hundred homes to be built. A school, yes, I am going to say a school has been offered to be built there. But here's my question. You can build a building, but is anyone actually going to run it? Has that been clarified? Sport fields, which is actually built for rugby club. Uh, and I think, again, I'm going to go on to does the rugby club actually realise you're going to get a building because they want to get your votes. But can you afford to run it after they've gone and left you? Can you, over the road, literally, had a rugby club for the growth for the area for many years has been sustained and you're going to leave them abandoned although they've supported you for a long time yeah so as i say these are fields which have countryside walks public paths running through there's a nature reserve close by small country roads it is an open space area for beautiful sunsets, thousands of nature. We also live in an area that can be has flood alerts. So any of these farming areas or greenfields, is flooding even an option? Is it being considered? The damage, the value to people's houses. No, maybe my house might not drop in value and price but it will drop in value mentally to someone who can see these lovely countryside walks a few minutes up the road from me compared to a housing estate. So yes, it will lose value. Yes, as I said, we do need houses, but my question will be how many? Can someone please tell me whether the houses built have been justified to actually people want to buy them? Can we not build of one or two housing developments, wait for three quarters of them to be sold, or a good half even, and then maybe start moving on to the next one? I'd recognise that these take years. But if a plan's in place, if a plan is said, if these houses get sold, we will build more. Can that sort of thing be impossible to do, have a reserve? Because once all the applications, once all the agreements are there, surely that is years taking off the plan of what needs to be done. And as I say, it will surely do time. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we can build anywhere. Maybe pollution isn't an issue. Maybe overcrowded farms, <laughs> farms, roads, overcrowded schools, maybe overcrowded doctors, maybe overcrowded towns. Maybe we can sit in our cars in traffic jams for hours. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Maybe. But maybe we, we, we're, we can look elsewhere to actually share. Just because we live, I live in the southeast in Kent, which is easy access to London. And it's an hour train drive. It's easy access doesn't mean that it should be easy just to build on. doesn't mean that people living in these places can be just couldn't care less. Someone sitting in an office who hasn't seen the area, hasn't considered stuff. Yes, you can tell me that people, public consultants, public 
views, but are they all read, are they all considered, are they all thought about, or is the decision already made? Anyway, something to think about. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, you take care, everybody. Bye.